0: Yo, 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 ha ha! Yeah! You have now entered in Squared Circle 101. And you got your man, Sonny Ileano, a.k.a. the Thai Italian and Stallion. Now with me, my man here, he ain't a crook, son. He definitely ain't a shook one, unless it's backstage at a Ghostface concert. My man, is Shooter! And we are... Here to talk about the sweet science. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. Squared Circle 101. You can reach us at facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. Squared circle 101 at Gmail. Or talk to smack with us at Twitter at squared circle 101. The champ is here. Let's get it started today. What you got for me, man?
1: First of all, I appreciate you putting my business out in the street, man. Like, like no, that that's serious, man. Like you, you don't, uh, you know. I'm never, I never been shook, man. I'm not star <laughs> crazy or anything like that. But I promise you. All right, I'm telling. I'm done telling you personal business, that's man. Right. That's look. Well,
0: you might as well finish the story now since we started it.
1: Long story short, to my audience out there, uh, when I went to a concert uh, last year, I think it was last year or somewhere, my boy was DJing for Raekwon the Ghostface of the Wu Tang Clan, and then. Even though Rayquan's my favorite, Ghostface had that Rick James aura about him, man. And then, like, I couldn't I even, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even really talk. I couldn't even look the man in his eyes, man. I was really shook meeting the man. Like, I was really, I was hell excited, man. Like Ghostface. that took me, Ghostface. like, nah, man. But I told him I outrapped him though, <laughs> and I and I can verify that, yo. And you can ask my any of my boys too; they'll, they'll tell you. Stop, man. It's dope. Ghostface likes me.
0: Uh, what you got for me, man? you get you it um, get something yeah um yeah i
1: got something for you man it um with anything in life man uh i'm just going to get into it the separation is in the preparation mm. really simple really easy man you going to the work you put in mm-hmm. is going to be the pri- the product that comes out of it it's like my pops always says the harvest is always greater than the seed mm. so with the separation, is in the preparation, man. That's how you go from the great good to the great. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's one thing that, you know, you got to, all these little steps add up to, you know, the progress that you make in life. So, thank you.
0: That's real good. That's a good one right there. That's a good one. You know who also used that one? I'll tell you later off the air. I'm going to mention that one just because. Now, how you feel today? You feel good?
1: I feel all right, man. Not bad. <laughs> not bad.
0: I feel good. Now, if you want to feel better, then why not do it with the best? The best in Western Washington, three years in a row. Got King 5 News and Easy Mat. Even Evening Magazine. That's IamRCF.com. RCF Tacoma, RCF Bellevue, and RCF Renton. This is CrossFit. I'm talking about fitness and wellness. If you want to feel better, then you do it with the best. And if you think you're already good, then test yourself. Go try it out. Two weeks free workout if you go in and mention squared circle 101 say you heard it at the podcast let them know that we sent you that's i a m r c dot check them out there's locations in tacoma bellevue and Renton. if you're there in western washington hang out with us like in tacoma where we're based check them out you get a two week free tr- workout and see what you're worth see what you're made of i know my man shoot is talking about doing it he's thinking about it he's just thinking i did it for a year that's tough i need to get back up in there because that's, that's when you're ripped. I was looking like Bruce Lee. Well, how about... No, Tommy Davidson would probably be the correct reference for me.
1: Now you look like the worms from Men in Black. The
0: worm from Men in Black. That's low. That's low. Even for you, bro. I thought we were good. I don't know about you.
1: You're my man's in them. You're my man's in them.
0: Yeah. We good. We good. Now let's talk about a loss in Fallen Soldier over the past weekend, man. We had Ed Bad Boy Brown based out of Chicago. Uh, young, young... Young, prospect. Up, young
1: up-and-coming prospect man it's uh chicago's the one of those man. cities man it, this whole year man and, I, and we're not gonna get on regular news man but we got a kid out there man you know you know mom died um mom died earlier mm. 2003 wow. from uh like a club death stairwell thing or whatever but you know loss of his mom but like yeah man this young man he was 20 and old you know, I had a promising career ahead of him. Just shot in the head, coming back from a midnight workout with a girl or something like that. Wow. Don't know the full story of it, but, you know. It something, was, uh, about,
0: something more behind it, obviously, but this is a fallen soldier.
1: T- turn pro 2012, welterweight, man. So man it's tough um, division too. Yeah.
0: So, as a salute to you, sir, hopefully everything's out to your family, all the love, condolences out there. But we just, even at that young age, we got to give you a little 10 count out of respect and farewell because... You didn't never heard a 10 count. I'm pretty sure there's a couple cats out there that, that hurt it because of you. So if anything, we can give you show you some love. That's Ed, Bad Boy Brown. Maybe we'll look up some highlights of him if we can find some and put them online. I'm not sure if there's any out there for for young prospect like that, but we'll check it out. And, and let's just go ahead and give him a, this 10 count real quick, all right? Salute to you. Salute to you there. Don't look at me like that. What you looking at?
1: Yeah, rest in peace, man, young man. Hopefully you're in a better you're in a better place, man.
0: I can't wait till we go live so people can see your facial expressions. Oh sometimes. god, because I hate you, man. Why? I hate no, you you, man. no, you don't, yeah. No, you don't.
1: Yeah. It's like a it's a love hate thing. It's, it's a like a non sexual
0: relationship. Thing. We're like James. We're like Jay and Solid Bob said so one of us won't stay quiet. When they need to be, especially. That's what oh, this is god. like. Now let's talk about it. Let's talk about the sweet science. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. Squared circle 101. Separation is in the preparation. Because that's exactly what we're trying to do in life. Get prepared and move forward and do what we love. And we love talking to y'all. Talking smack 101. Now, we had two fights. Pretty action packed fights over this weekend. Shafakov versus Richard Komei.
1: Dennis Shafakov, man. You know what? I hope he stays around just so I can say that name, I, I, man. This, I can't
0: even pronounce your name without saying it like that <laughs> it's, it's official
1: it reminds me of Shikaka from yes. uh, Ace Ventura Shikaka every, every time I hear that that's exactly what I'm thinking but um, he fought he fought this weekend for the basically the runner up bubble B tuna he fought, he fought Richard Komei, which we were really high on that we've uh, always talked about. And this was supposed to be for the title shot against Robert Easter Robert Bunny Easter Jr. So, what did you think about the fight?
0: This is the first time we're actually talking about it, believe it or not. A lot of times we try to avoid talking about it, but we usually touch on it, or at least we'll tell us each other who we thought won. Um, I thought Shafikov pulled it off. I thought it was a close fight. I thought on the inside he, he did good and kept catching him with that left. But it was a close, close controversial decision.
1: Split decision. I mean, it, controversial, I don't even know. Like actually after watching it, I thought uh Shafakov was more relentless. He mm-hmm. kept he came forward the whole time. The whole the Would whole fight. Stop. Richard Kameh just fought off the back foot.
0: And I think that's what lost him for.
1: Yeah, um, and but you know I'm
0: still, what? I'm, I'm loving what you're coming in. Like, he's got a, like, fan, he's I, got a fan, bro. He's got a me. fan out And you
1: know what? I'm personally be the person that always tries to shout him out whenever we get a chance. You will get our know promotion what?
0: for right now. That's but for sure.
1: You know what? I, you know what else I thought about, though? He doesn't, even though I like him as a fighter because he's, he's a hard worker, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the star power to get those close fights. I noticed that, and it's and, and it's, un, and it's unfair, and it's unfair in boxing because it, you shouldn't have a personal opinion. It shouldn't matter the magnitude of the fighter, mm-hmm. but these are the imperfections that make it perfect. Hey, you these you are, see these it are, happening in all sports ha- across the
0: board. Uh, Tim Tebow, star power, got him in baseball right now.
1: Exactly. So, and then it was just um thats the one of the things I thought about, especially when it comes to uh, like Eras, Randy, Lara, when he fought. Uh,
0: Paul Williams. Paul Williams.
1: When you pop Paul Williams. He dominated that fight. As a matter of fact, fight. we might even... I never you know, heard of want, Laura
0: until that fight.
1: Yeah, because... Like, actually, we I think we probably should put that fight up on the page just we because... Uh, Square Circle 101 on Facebook, we actually might put that fight up on the page. Man, make a note of that we'll so we can do win. that because you talk about a robbery. That was a terrible fight. And I fight. love
0: Paul Williams. So,
1: and, yeah, and Paul Paul the Punisher Williams, man, he he got away with one. But Richard Comey, he just doesn't... He doesn't have that star power. But what's even crazy... I, when I was watching that fight, you know what I thought of? Hmm. This, on both counts, this isn't the guy that beat Jamel Herring as I'm talking to De- Dennis Shafakov, and this isn't the guy who fought Bunny Robert Easter Jr.
0: That's the same guy. They I weren't the same guy.
1: They fought completely different. I thought Shafakov, even though he was aggressive, he didn't come at, he didn't control the fight as much as he did with. Uh, with uh, Jamel Herring and then Richard Comey he just did not fight the same fight you he can't did with stay Robert on Jesus. your back foot you can't. And expect
0: to get a win you can't lead on the ropes you're not Floyd. and expect to get a win you're not Floyd you're not because Floyd. you're making him pay if you're Floyd yeah,
1: yeah. so it's um, I didn't like it he's still I mean that was only his second loss so he's still 24-2 and two now with 22 he knockouts he enough
0: so. excitement in the ring he's going to be around for a minute he is I'd like to see him in these contending spots because he's going to get good work and some good exposure, but you got to win. And now you should know you have to win convincingly. Yeah. You can't let it go to the scorecards. It's controversial in a lot of people's eyes, at least in his eyes for sure, but I thought Shafikov pulled it off. You know right what else there. I noticed too? Huh?
1: You saw where they fought, right? In Russia. They fought in Russia too. Yeah. So... The same thing with the Andre War Ko- Sergey Kovalev having three American judges. Yay. Ooh, I, I mean, don't you, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if it. I'm not saying it did have anything to do with it. I'm not saying I it didn't mean, have anything to do with it.
0: Are you Are you not a good American if you don't vote for the American? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. What so, I might have called him Kami. I don't know. Yeah. Commie, I, don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hate you. So, anyway, so I, I saw that, but um, I another thing I thought of is Robert Easter happy that he's not fighting uh, Richard Kamei again he better be <laughs> because he's gonna handle Shafakov uh, you never know man. depending on who show up he could ha- he should handle Shafakov but we'll, we'll see because Shafakov is two, relentless li- the last two fights mm-hmm. between Jamel Herring and uh, Richard Kamei Shafakov has proven that he can stand in there with almost anybody Yeah. so we'll, we'll see how that turns out he is
0: as of right now the spoiler yeah he's the spoiler he may spoil your plans Now, let's go ahead and stay over there in Eastern Europe with this next one. We had Murat Gassiv versus Denis Lebedev. Or Lebedev. 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 Now, this is the first matchup I know of at this magnitude where we had Abel Sanchez, the trainer of Triple G,
1: and Freddie Roach, and Denis Shafikov,
0: Shafikov against Denis Lebedev, whose trainer is Freddie Roach. Mm Mm-hmm. Well on this particular f- night, Abel Sanchez fighter got the better of it.
1: Which is surprising to me. Yeah. Especially especially with uh Lebedev being the ch- the current cruiserweight the current, ch- the yeah, current, current champ. Current champ. IBS. And then um I always you know he's not my favorite trainer, but he's a damn good trainer. Damn so good. it uh, so Freddie Roach, like usually, usually it's like having a Bill Belichick in your corner. He's usually one of the best ones out, and more times than more times than not, Freddie Roach is going to have his fighter prepare for anybody. But, Cassie, uh, Cassie,
0: he got the win. He did
1: he did enough to take the the belt? He from took the, the belt. I thought
0: pretty much convincingly, just too big, too strong. I feel like he's cheating a little bit. Like he should be in the heavyweights because. Lebedev was a, was a massive man and Marat made him look small. Like, did you see that body shot that knocked him down in the fifth round, bro? I I felt it. I thought he broke his rib instantly with that punch.
1: especially when you watch that, which we'll have up in the, actually we'll have up in the recent bout section pretty soon. Uh, you point you pointed it out to me. He had a big old. It looked what? like a it looked like a tumor. It looked like a tumor, uh, a tumor like his, or a
0: hernia or so, a broken rib.
1: So something like that with a broken rib. It, it was kind of as soon as you saw that, I couldn't help but look. It, it was just like a big old fat knot, the size of a fist, on the side of it on his stomach. Man, it's or like some so old
0: chick without a top. Like, look, you like? Oh, I can't, but I'm looking
1: like some old chick. What do you... I don't know. That's where my
0: brain goes sometimes. It 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 wasn't fun to see. But, Gassive took the belt from the champ. I thought so. Too big, too strong for another massive man already. It's crazy insane. Crazy insane. Now, we got a big, big fight weekend coming up. We
1: got a huge fight weekend. Huge
0: fight weekend. But I want to talk about something my man showed me. It's on our page right now. Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101 titled dog house rules i love this clip so, i love this video so i can't stop thinking about it why isn't there more things like this going on
1: because that's what happens at the mayweather camp they might not produce a whole bunch of champions out there now if you guys all know that i'm a fan of mayweather but anything that i say will be unbiased so like just like i'll tell you like he lost a jose Luis castillo fight uh but at the same time, he's really entertaining, and mm-hmm. man, he, like he's captivating a lot of stuff that he do. So the doghouse rules
0: this is great.
1: So Weaning basically, more of this, so basically, what the doghouse rules consist of, you guys can watch this on our uh, Facebook page, Square Circle One Hundred One on fa- yeah on Facebook Four slash forward slash. But it was they fight no bell until somebody, somebody gives up.
0: Somebody until quits.
1: Somebody gives up.
0: Now I can see people in jujitsu or wrestling having a fight like that, but I couldn't see two mixed like, martial arts artists doing that because, yeah, there's no leaning on each other.
1: There's no leaning on, mm, and this, not and this is a fight, and there's no ref in here too, so it's it's straight Dark boxing so. house
0: rules. We have Donovan Cameron traveled over
1: from UK I think from the UK, from UK Manchester, yeah.
0: And wants respect in the Mayweather gym. He wants respect and he starts saying, I'll, he tries to call out Isha Smith. That was a reach. Good test. You tried. Didn't work. But you don't deserve that test yet. Now, we had another a little young brother, Sharif Rockman, one of the sons of
1: C Rockman. Rockman. And if you don't know who Haseem Rockman is, just Google a picture, and I guarantee the first one just shows up is a big old knot that he had in his head. Who did he fight that? Was that Lennox Lewis? Lewis yeah. Lennox Lewis, uh, Haseem, Ro- Haseem Rockman now, versus Lennox Lewis. The first time
0: Lennox Lewis and Haseem Rockman fought, my dad bet money on that fight because of the weigh-in. And he bet that on a first-round knockout and won because that's when Rockman knocked out Lennox Lewis. A little reference for you. Okay. Based on the weigh-in and where they're at, because I guess the altitude was really high. I can't tell you exactly in the details, but Sharif Rockman, I understand you're in the mirror with the gym, and you're tough. This is like this is like one of those things. Like if Eminem walked in the room was like, "I'll battle anybody here," and the Young Cat's like, "I'll do it. Why not?"
1: Now, see the thing is, we didn't know who you know Rockman was, or we didn't know because he was an up and coming prospect. We didn't so know
0: so who Donovan Cameron was. So now, should,
1: yeah, so. but you,
0: I love you, bro. I, I'm loving this. I want to see more of this. Get your respect. Take so, it.
1: So anyway, so Rockman takes the youngster out, and then just
0: he said he's a youngster. he's young. This say no test. He said that, right? Yeah. And he handled him quick.
1: No, that was no, 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 no. What, what was his? What was his name? The kid's name. Sharif.
0: That's Sharif Rockman.
1: Shar- Sharif Rockman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, what's what's the other guy's name?
0: Donovan Cameron.
1: Donovan Cameron. Yeah. So he calls out. He beats he beats youngster up. Man, he was too young, a little eighteen, up and coming prospect or whatever. But he beats him up. But then the word gets back to his mom from Mayweather. From of Mayweather, course. his mom, and then his older brother, uh, seeing Rockman J- Junior, Junior. And then he comes in, and then uh, y- it, you you got to check out the The clip. last name is like,
0: Rahman. Of course, they just. Death saving nickname as Rockman, just by the yeah.
1: way. You gotta you you have to watch the video. It's unexplainable. But anyway, this, fight? this sparring match went on for 31 straight minutes. Straight now the vi- the minutes. video's not that long. The video's only like four minutes or so. Mm-hmm. But check out the video, man, just to see how it Great. goes out, man. It's and you can tell, man, when people don't want to fight, but they don't want to quit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's disgusting and right.
0: Feeling myself, I've been in there with fighters bigger than me like i just want this to stop but i'm not going to stop it till someone else stops it for me because i don't quit that's what i love about the doghouse rules
1: Dian- it's pure shield. pure
0: entertainment shield? Like did, your you thought, did you just
1: uh did you just take a shot at nicholas walters no yes. I, I, it sounds like it sounds like you did maybe so, sounds like you did you took a shot
0: I ain't gonna give you Listen props. to
1: last listen to last week's episode if you don't know what we're talking about. I say what
0: if I if you make me quit, I'm not gonna walk over there and greet you, give you a high five, that's for sure. I ain't just say what's up and give you props. I'm just gonna leave. I'm done, I quit. That's it. But I don't quit. I love them doghouse rules. I wanna see more fighters go in there, especially if you're a young up-and-comer. Because I've never heard of Donovan Cameron, but now we're talking about him. We're yeah. talking about this man today. Because he took a chance and he dove into it and he walked into the mayor of the gym. It It's weird that he was already in shorts and laced up with, you know, hands wraps, but whatever.
1: We don't know the whole backstory, but know check, know out, back, check out sir. the video. It's
0: a great video to watch. Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101, because this is the sweet science that we are here to talk about and discuss. Now, with the huge fight weekend, huge fight weekend, huge fight weekend, huge fight weekend coming up here. Now, there's so many fights coming up, we're not even going to go through every single one of them, but we're going to talk touch on some names of people fighting this weekend. We got David Peralta fighting this weekend. Known for beating Robert Guerrero recently. A taxi cab driver. Decided to quit driving taxis. Uber now.
1: <laughs>
0: and then we have also Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Is fighting this weekend. They're not fighting each other. We're just going through the list, actually. And he's fighting like a, a, a Dominus Brit. Or no, I think his last name is like Brizig, But he's a Brit. They're fighting. Uh, The only thing good I can say about Chavez Jr. is that he got Robert Garcia as a traitor.
1: I was reading was reading a... Well, it wasn't even an article. I just read it, and it's one of these boxing forums that says, what does he do if he loses this fight?
0: Go back to his mansion that his dad bought him.
1: It's a really good answer. I actually didn't think that all the way through. That's <laughs> well, there you have it. I, I really don't have nothing to say but like after that. Three girls, that. probably. Yeah. No. But um.
0: Still, just saying, I was in a fight today. Wasted
1: talent, man. Waste. Uh, wasted. Ta- uh, okay. It w- it could be a waste of talent if he doesn't turn it around. So hopefully this is the first That's stepping true. stone. I need you to stop calling out Triple G and everybody else who's bigger, who's a bigger name than you. Stop using them to get fame. You already use your daddy's name to get fame. So stop we're tired. Junior. We're tired to hear it. We need you to prove it.
0: The separations and the preparation. We need to see you prepare.
1: Prepare, period. Whenever I think of him preparing for anything, I just think of how he was doing drills in his living room because he was too lazy to go to the gym when uh, Freddie mean, Roach was his I remember his just trainer. watching
0: him eating a bowl of cereal stoned. Look, just looking stoned.
1: Not looking stoned. He was, See man. You could tell.
0: And like, his underwear. He didn't I'm like... I, I can relate to you if anybody in here, but I ain't gonna do that. Getting prepared for a fight, uh, yeah. I might wear boxes. I don't wear tighty whities like you. But you know, man, this is what I love it because he lost
1: that he lost that fight and then fired Freddie Roach.
0: Yeah, and that ruined by, uh, my uh my whole thing.
1: Your show, your show box, your yeah, showtime my show streak. Box,
0: my show streak, almost up there. Could have some autograph gloves. now. Luis Ortiz is fighting, believe it or not, King Kong fighting so, uh, David Allen. Whoever this guy is, not sure.
1: So Luis Ortiz, he was just in a track and field match. He just got he just got done fighting. Chasing. He just got done chasing.
0: Malik Scott around the ring.
1: Yeah, so like... I'm pulling it up right now. That was Because disgrace. that was the 12th. Mm-hmm. Now, you're fighting less than a month. That lets you know how bad the, for, the fight with Malik Scott was, too. We, I don't even think we... I don't even think we put it up in the uh, recent bout no, section because no, it was not even so worse. I'm not going
0: to make our app look that bad.
1: It, it's and, it was, and that's no reflection on King Kong Ortiz. That's At just all. on Malice Scott just backing up. So I think
0: Ortiz looks better because having a fight in what, what date was that fight?
1: So that fight was the 12th of the last 12th? the 12th of November, and he's fighting on the 10th so the 12th of December.
0: Thirty days would be December 11th or December 12th, right? And what's today's date? To, So you'll be listening to this on the 8th. So four days less of 30 is going to be six. 26 days he's fighting this gentleman. He's fighting David Allen in 26 days. David Cameron fought two guys in one day. I'm starting to get a little disappointed in how often some of you guys are fighting now.
1: Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. fought 10 guys in two days. Bet you don't know that movie.
0: Don't you dare.
1: Good man. Hey, yo, look it up. Don't you dare. How dare you?
0: I'm going to throw a table at you like Derek Chisorza. We'll talk about that. We'll talk
1: about that later. We'll talk about that.
0: Scott Quigg back in the ring. He's getting back in the ring too. He's also on this British card that looks pretty packed, British card. We're not going to name all the fighters in there, but Scott Quigg, welcome back in the ring. I want to see you do good because you need to get your name back up there. There's some talent out there because you're right around that 122-126 division. You could fight people like uh, Valdez. You could fight like Chocolatino even. I want to see you make a little money. You're a nice guy to watch. Scott Quigg, welcome back. Then we got a heavyweight fight that we are going to discuss, which is a headline bout Anthony Joshua versus Eric Molina. Any reason why you think Anthony Joshua might not win this fight?
1: Uh... Eric Molina is
0: I'm going to tell you right now I'm picking Eric Molina
1: you can pick Eric Molina he's not to me he's not athletic enough I think he's a I think he's a decent boxer but he's not athletic enough to stay with Anthony Joshua but so, I'm Eric not,
0: Molina you know he turned pro at 23 and you, you know when he got into boxing just to lose weight
1: yeah it looks like it
0: yeah I know. so how big was he before that he's also still a full time special needs teacher Mm-hmm. How you feel now about him?
1: I don't, man. Good. I really, I really don't. Aaron Wilner. He's 20, also, twenty-five and three with nineteen knockouts. He has now, the power for that.
0: Let's compare power with Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. Who do you think he hits harder?
1: Probably uh, Anthony. Uh, probably Deontay Wilder. Okay. Even though Anthony Joshua is seventeen and zero with seventeen knockouts.
0: Mm, yeah, so. he's fighting tomato cans. He's yeah, fighting he, showers he, and growers. You hey, know what man,
1: saying? but he but you know what? He he put him away like he's supposed to. Yeah, so you know he beat whoever you, you put in front of you. That's not his. That's not his fault. His resume is, or uh, well, it is kind of his fault. His resume that's the his way son. it is. But I can get you a
0: fight with Anthony Joshua next week.
1: You know you can probably give me a fight with Eric Molina also too. But uh, Eric. That's Molina, only because my kid cut, special
0: needs things. Like he nah,
1: it, um, Eric Molina. He's a uh, he's a spoiler. He almost spoiled that Wilder fight because he was
0: working him. Working him. He
1: has that. He has that Chris Ariola body. Yeah. yeah. He has that Chris Areola. But uh, like yeah, it's it
0: like the Mexican-Americans, maybe.
1: Well, the heavyweights. Especially. The heavyweights, they, man. They can't so be big like, and defined. They, they can't. They, they just it.
0: can't. Because we got another fighter we're going to talk about that's similar to it. Anthony Joshua better win this fight. Because April 25th, he has a fight coming up with... Vladimir Klitschko. Klitschko. Now, two seconds. Who are you picking? Uno, dos. Joshua. Joshua Good because as of today, I'm picking Klitschko, but we'll talk about that
1: mm-hmm. when that
0: fight comes up in April. Right now, Anthony Joshua needs to worry about getting past Eric Bellina.
1: Mm-hmm. Which don't Eric don't, Bellina ever, is don't a ever look two steps ahead. You this always want to look the best ahead.
0: test for this man. I hate it when fighters take these fights while they they have a fight not finished.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I kind cannot, cannot of understand it. I like it for the simple fact that this will be a great stepping stone and a great test for him to mm-hmm. fight uh, Klitschko. Because, you know, some people, depending on who you are, you may want to tune up fight. Some people that may want to grind it out before they get into a bigger fight. Because if you're going to be dealing with somebody with Klitschko's power, you also want to kind of, what do you, what do you call that? You also want to have like a, a simulation of that. Mm-hmm. So even though the fighting styles aren't going to be the same, at least you'll be able to feel somebody who has that power to be able to. Feel exactly, almost exactly what it's going to feel like to be in there, and yeah, then actually, good. Eric Molina okay. has really fast hands too. For, for as big so as he is, for, right? For as big as he is, has, he has really good. fast, quick Looks hands. Real good. So you know, in Klitschko's not that fast when it comes to his hand speed. So he, like, he knows
0: how to use his size.
1: He knows how to use his size and He's that like jab and that long. Fork, he he basically is, and he has that that jab and that straight right and that which reach. he which he uses. So that reach. So like Anthony if Joshua, get,
0: Olympian, British. Does he have a hood pass?
1: Yeah, the jury's still out, man. We're uh, we're we're reviewing your application, Anthony application, we'll, Joshua. We'll see, man. I got. We I will gotta.
0: let you know and see how you handle yourself in this court. Any questions? You know how to get us? Get a hold of us at
1: Twitter. I got a homegirl Talk Kimmy a, .com. I got a homegirl Kimmy who's in love with him. She was like, "Who's this boxing? Who's this Anthony?" And I was like, "Girl, what do you know about boxing?" She was like, "I don't know, but I'm to start I, watching." I know what he looks like
0: in shorts and gloves. Oh God! Disgusting! Oh, what's wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. I don't dare you? Now. Let's talk about talk Smack 101. Download the app, Squared Circle. It's available in the App Store and Google Play. Now, coming up next while we're on Molina and a mex- Mexican-American fighters, Andy Ruiz versus Joseph Parker. This is a fight I am actually looking forward to based on resumes alone. We got Andy Ruiz, I believe 23. And 21 knockouts, we're looking it up as we speak, versus Joseph Parker out of New Zealand with another undefeated record. Now, these are two number one WBO contenders. Um, I believe they're fighting for the WBO title that's vacated, uh, stripped by Tyson Fury. Now, we looked up Andy Ruiz, known, pretty known as just a sparring partner. In boxing. Now, this is a guy that we kind of talked about, like Chris Ariola and, and Eric Molina. Uh, this is, I think he would look better with gang tattoos.
1: He, he has same body type, but he would look better. But the flatbeat thing, I don't understand how you're in the gym that much and you still look like that.
0: Right, I don't That's, know.
1: That stuff kills me. Tamales,
0: maybe. I maybe it's tamales or something. I don't know. I
1: mean, but what can I say? Right. Because Andrew Ruiz, he is 29-0 and 0 with 19 knockouts. So, like, obviously he's doing something right at the heavyweight division. He hasn't really fought anybody himself. But at the same time, he is undefeated, so we'll we're out. gonna see we're gonna see how this one works
0: on his on his wins there that that weren't by knockout. What's the far, the farthest amount of uh, rounds he's gone distance? Mm. What are we looking at? What are we looking at? What are we looking at? I want to see because Joseph Parker's a big up and comer. He's uh, from New Zealand. Looks Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty big dude. One uh, one of his highlights, he looked like he painted himself whiter to be an albino or something. I'm not sure. But he's got good knockout power. We talked about him last month in, in, a, in a heavyweight fight he had against, a, um, I want to say, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was another rushing. You know, and he looks good. Now, he, Joseph Parker did say when he sparred Andy Ruiz Jr. before, I'm sorry, Andy Ruiz, in, in the past, that he could eat for three days because of how hard this man hits. So this is interesting fight. What's Joseph Parker's record?
1: 21 and zero, eighteen 18 knockouts. Wow.
0: Somebody's somebody's O oh, has got
1: somebody's to O's got go. to go. Yeah, so has got to go. Now, the fact that whose favorite do you think it works in since they sparred already? Now sparring's a lot different from when they're under the lights.
0: I'm gonna say because <laughs> of Parker's comment, Andy Ruiz. Why do you say that? Because now that that part, that comment is public, this man's gonna be able to walk in with another level of confidence. That oh, I hurt this guy. Mm-hmm. You might not have told him that during the sparring session. So I think that's gonna to be to his advantage. He may have a, a le- another level of confidence that could intimidate you and shake you out of your game plan.
1: Okay, so you do a couple of sit-ups. You work on that. Bo- you work on that body to be able to take that punch in your sparring session, and then you bo- or you box from the outside. So, at the same time, you know, if you want to take, I'll take Joseph Parker if you want. It's, you know, even though he doesn't have uh, as many fi- as many fights, you know, they're about, they're about the same. My head says Joseph
0: Parker. I, I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to say Andy Ruiz on this one. I don't know. Something I feel about this guy. I feel like he's a spoiler. And I feel like he's going to get underestimated. And I want to know what Joseph Parker's chin has in store for him.
1: We're definitely we're definitely going to find out. out. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually excited about this fight too, uh, because somebody's going to get de- disappointed, and somebody's going to go on undefeated with an extra feather in their cap.
0: Now the next one that we're going to talk about here,
1: and then is, also and then also I'm sorry. To compound on that is now they have a formidable name that's going to be on their that's going to be on their resume.
0: Yes, that is true. Next up, we're talking about is Mason Menard, and Raymond Beltran coming up here in a fight. So, Mason Bernard, if you don't know who he is, he you can find him in our KTFO section.
1: The most recent one.
0: And it, it it's the KTFO. This dude came in rocking some Apollo Creed looking trunks, or, or or baby Creed looking trunks, and he KTF. Oh, this dude, we might even have to put like five O's in between that apostrophe D.
1: Yeah, it looked like, looked like he was a little paralyzed, honestly, when he Not when like he got knocked dead. out. That's exactly why. As soon as I saw it, I was like, this has got to go up so everybody yeah, can see Yeah, he got a little
0: Lomachenko boy band look in his face. A little bit,
1: yeah, maybe. Kind of. Kind uh, of. 32, 32 wins, one only one loss, uh, 24 knockouts. 24
0: so, knockouts. So he got
1: the power. And in his loss, is, it was his third fight that he had. So True. it's been... When was that lost? And that was 2008. So it's been Ooh. it's been eight years since this man is lost, man. So
0: uh, definitely hits hard. Go to the app, download it, tell your friends about the app. Squared Circle. It's available in Google Play and the App Store. And look at the KTFO because he was out, he was slept, and he's going against a well tested vet in Raymond Beltran. Now, if you don't know who. Raimundo Beltran is. He also fought, I believe, Terrence Crawford. Is that correct? Lost? You sure did.
1: Uh, yeah, ooh. lost to an unanimous decision. And Terrence Crawford is, you know, one of those <laughs> cats that knocks out almost everybody. My man, so, Bud. so he was he was able to go fought Ricky Burns also too. Uh, Hank Lundy. Ooh. Uh, he, he has some names under he got some names under his record. Let me That's see. That's a good one. England, I mean, this is he, a good test he, for he, Mason he, Bernard. He beat uh he beat Hank Lundy and then. So these was, are
0: 140 pounders, I believe, right? 140 pounds. What's he fighting now?
1: He's fighting out super lightweight, so yeah, he's at 140 pounds. So
0: Mason is trying to put himself in the mix. He's trying to get up there. He wants to be in talk about with Ter with the Terrence Crawfords out there. He wants to be in talk with anybody in the 147 pound division. If that's something you got to do. You got to make a statement here with. Now I, I'm not gonna say knocking out a 50 year old Raimundo Beltran is gonna get you there but it's gonna get people talking and get you a better fight it's gonna get you somebody way better to fight
1: you know where they're fighting where Omaha Nebraska Omaha Omaha Nebraska if you guys don't know that's where T- Buck Crawford's from mm-hmm. so yeah I bet you he'll be there in attendance man he's he's uh, that's where most of his fights are in Omaha well, Nebraska so he's
0: also the main event of that card and who we're talking about next. He's fighting John John Molina, also on that card in Omaha. I
1: like, I like when they have that, when they have, like, the fighters that you could potentially fight next, and you'd be able to see a side-by-side comparison round after round, you know, mm-hmm. between fights of each other. So
0: Now, I don't think Terrence will be at the ring fighting because he's coming in after that fight to fight uh, John John Molina. Now, this is big for John John Molina.
1: I was just about to say, for who?
0: For me and you, actually. You know Why?
1: Because we get to sit there and watch it.
0: And Terrence Crawford is promoted by Bob Arum in top rank. And John John Molina is one of Al Heyman's boys. So that's the PBC right there. If this is a good turnout and they continue to negotiate, I want to see Terrence Crawford in there with some other people from That Stable. Now, is there anything in the world that believes John John Molina could win this fight? Anything at all. Terrence, Fine intervention.
1: Terrence Crawford gets drunk the night before, shows up. Has a John Bones moment. Yeah, has a John Bones-Jones mo- yeah, John Bones Jones moment. Uh as far as that, you know, be, unless he uh What's what's the old boy's name? Assault in the Ring?
0: Oh, uh, that's uh Billy Conley. And uh, Luis Resto.
1: Yeah, unless he restos him or he tries to give him the margarito treatment mm. and, uh, and plaster, s- plaster his gloves. S- cement in his gloves. Plas- that, that's, that's the only way. John but- Molina,
0: fight of the year. You can find that in the app as, as well with Lucas Matisse. Hard-hitting guy. Pulled the upset on Provodnikov. was his most recent bout. I did not see that coming.
1: There's... There's few fights that I watched because like, you know, just like we always talk about boxing and it depends on your prep, depends on how you prepare. Most of the time, anybody can win. Like, you know, you do have the favorites, whatever, but at, you know, with a, with a quick punch, a hook, a straight, doesn't even matter. you a body shot, you know, anybody can win. But after what Terrence Crawford did to Victor Postal, that, that, I think that solidified me at uh, 140, I don't think there's anybody that I can touch Terrence Crawford. Man, now, since we're around
0: this 140 division, I saw an article I want to bring up with you, actually. This is something that's kind of not on the list here. Yeah, I, like I see. see I see.
1: Okay, um, I'm intrigued. Just because
0: um, Kell Brook said, had a tweet out there about seeking the truth. People think that's a shot towards Errol Spence Jr. And I want to see Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. actually fight. Um, and We're going to go back to Terrence Crawford here, but Cubbrook, uh, what do you feel about that statement there about him seeking the truth?
1: What does he mean?
0: Uh, that's what I'm asking you.
1: Well, the, th- the thing about it is, you know.
0: He says he thinks I, he's a good fighter. I, he ha-
1: he, yeah, he does think he's a good fighter. He, you can't deny that. I know you went up to weight divisions to go fight Triple, uh, Triple G. But you are coming off a loss, so I really don't want to hear what you got to say calling people out. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I know you got to go back down to that division. But at the same time, a lot of people don't want to fight Earl Spence. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, seeking the truth. A lot of people don't want the truth. Mm -hmm. They can't handle the truth. They can't handle the truth at all. So Earl Spence, you guys don't know, Southpaw fighter, he's... He's one of the next best things, one of the next great things that's going to be out in boxing. He's called out Pacquiao. He's called out, the whole, He's actually called, I think he's called out Kell Cal Brook, too, also. I mean, there's a lot of fighters. Kell
0: Brook wants to fight with Manny Pacquiao. And then they keep asking the him about Errol Spence Jr. Now, I commend him for trying to unify the titles. I think that's great. He needs to do that. He doesn't want to give up that 147 strap, but he had to end it with a little comment like Seeking the Truth. Now, Errol Spence Jr. I think is a top dog, and I think Terrence... Crawford is a top dog, and he's going to dominate. I think John John Molina. I think he's going to work him and probably knock him out.
1: Now, You think what? Who
0: Terrence Crawford's going to knock out John John? Okay,
1: Molina. I, I I I was I didn't hear what you said. I thought you were doing drugs for a quick second yeah I might it's gonna been. be knocked out i I'm, I've never been good at uh, predicting the rounds but that's what you're gonna do we if we were gonna make a bet it would have to be which round it would be in
0: what round do you want to think it's gonna be in we could make a bet but I'm not sure how we would settle that bet yet
1: you know what I'm gonna do like my uh favorite ESPN analysis mm-hmm. always says I'm gonna push I'm gonna go around six I'm just gonna stick right mm-hmm. her right in the middle okay, right like in that the middle okay
0: right in the middle John John Molina is a very tough guy uh he's gonna get knocked out round eight.
1: So, you're going to get an extra, you think you can last an extra six minutes? He's, uh, he's going to last an extra six minutes. Man, Terrence Crawford could be wanting to get him out of there, man. He could be, man, he's already at home. He could, he's ready to kick it, man. He's just now,
0: ready. we've talked about this before as, as in the selling bets. For something like that, I want to know, if, for listener-wise out there, how many people have an idea, on a way to settle the bet? I believe a, a good idea was the loser has to go survive maybe 60 seconds with like a, jiu-jitsu black belt or maybe a uh let's say a a high school senior wrestler because that could be pretty intimidating getting taken down by a 17 year old boy so if anybody in that field is listening i want you to reach out to us please and just shoot us a number or website or anything maybe we could find a way to settle this bet on on the rounds if not we can carry this bet over to another fight but we need a way to settle these things we got to find these kind of these is the thing we should talk about. This is what I'm talking about here. Because I would like to see maybe somebody in a figure four leg lock, if that's something they really do in wrestling. Or just get having to tap out. That would suck. Or get choked out by your own shirt. That would suck. But we need a way to settle some beefs and problems and arguments and debates. Now this is one where we're just picking the round. And you're just guessing at six because you think it's even. And of course you got the genius with the correct answer, probably round eight. Gian, John, Molina may go the distance. I don't think so. Now if Terrence Crawford were to fight Errol Spence today, two seconds, who are you picking?
1: Terrence Crawford, experience. Mm-hmm. I'm t- I'm always gonna take experience over youth, man. It, even, I mean, you do have the the Mike Tysons who it, it doesn't matter defy what kind you. of experience it did this by it, but mm-hmm. um Terrence Crawford or what or, or what can I say? Earl Spence, he is the rule, not the exception or something something that's, like that. That's Either a, way. A yeah, um, he he's not going to be able to do it. Terence Crawford's way too way too smart, and then I don't think he's ever fought somebody, especially that caliber of person who can go southpaw and orthodox. Terrence Crawford is on a different level. He is pound for pound top five, maybe even top three, depending. So it's and then once he moves up to, I think he'll move up to one forty seven. Then we'll really see what he's made of. You know, he's called out Pacquiao, and I still have him over Pacquiao if that happens, which it probably won't.
0: After seeing that Vargas fight. I, I don't know if I can disagree with you right now. Mm. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. Now before we go into the Showtime card coming up with the, the with the, one of the chalos, um, we're going to talk about Derek Chisora. Now we don't want to talk about really about his up and coming fight with um, mm. Dylan White. More about his reaction at the press conference there. This man lifted a table and threw it.
1: He really? tossed it. It it was really really easy too. That's what he made crazy. that
0: look. It, it wasn't no small table, bro. It was like 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 you're at a at a barbecue, and they they pulled it the picnic table out, and he lifted no, it and, and threw
1: it. it. He basically threw it like there was a glass on the table, and he picked it up and just tossed him like it was really quick. Like it, it, was, it was no a rag doll. like was... he didn't even wind up to pitch it. He just threw it. Um, we're talking about this. It's on our it's on our page uh, hey, Facebook forward slash Square Circle One Hundred One. We even
0: have another outburst that he had in the past with David Hay where a fight and brawl broke out into another press conference. This dude has a hot head, man. His press conference should all be video via video chat, period
1: <laughs> just via video just chat. Sc- just, Skype even, it. just
0: Skype it in and from the other room, even they could be at the same place, just in another room. This man, I don't know if he can be controlled. He's entertaining to watch, but I just love I love I love the drama. I love that kind of drama. Definitely hypes the fight up. Derek Chisora, Good luck to you. Maybe we'll get to talk about you. And some more fights here. Now I have some written down real quick. I don't know if we could, if it's a way I can blend it in. I just have to ask because it was on the TV. Kevin Love, does he have a hood pass?
1: Yeah, in the streets of Cleveland, he'll he'll get a pass Ooh. there. Uh, yeah, Cleveland only.
0: Ohio only. Yeah,
1: as of right now.
0: Stricken to Cleveland, no Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, just Kevin Love. Me.
0: You're verified.
1: But it's on terms and conditions. Like when you got an LA Fitness membership and you gotcha. you get you got the smaller package, so you can only go to one specific gym. Yeah, yeah that, that's what your that's what your hood pass gets you. you I get need you to spine.
0: go into our uh, Cleveland location, <laughs> verify your identity, and pick up your hood pass. But it's good. It's good it means you can go anywhere you want in Cleveland, anywhere you want at all times. You're covered. Go pick up your pass now with this Showtime car We got Jesus Queller.
1: Q R Cuillard? You suck with Spanish, man.
0: Yeah, I only look Mexican. <laughs> but I don't speak it at all, and he's going against Abner Marez. Abner Marez, great entertainment.
1: Great entertainment, and especially, you know, these guys are featherweights. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means? A lot of punches. A lot of punches. A lot of action.
0: A lot of action. So
1: we're looking at 29-2, 15 KOs on Abner Marez's size and uh, Jesus, 28-1 uh, and one with 21 knockouts. Honestly, this could be a pick fight. Uh, But <sighs> I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna be typical. I'm going with Abner Mares. Mm, you go with the vet, really? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the vet, man. Gonna
0: go with the vet. His only two losses are against Johnny Gonzalez and Leo Santa Cruz. The Santa Cruz fight was a very very entertaining fight.
1: Majority decision.
0: So a very entertaining fight. Now Jesus QR Queller QR QR very very good, very very good. I think he should be able to pull this one out. He can. Ad- But Abner has been, if you want to stay relevant, you got to beat this guy. You got to beat this champ in order to get to the next level or just stay at the top.
1: So, even though he's a wily veteran, um, this guy did beat Vic D'Artinian, 42 uh, wins, 9 losses. Knocked
0: Knocked him out on that one. Yeah. That was a good fight. Now, Vic D'Artinian is a guy who I hope is retired like Roy Jones should be. Roy Jones got a fight coming up against
1: Bobby Gunn. Which we just looked up, who's actually a bare knuckle boxing legend. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, roll, I don't know how roll, I feel roll, about this one, man. I, I want to say it's different, but it's not. It's yeah. it is boxing, so like the conditioning, of, the, of course, is going to be different from a little bare knuckle boxing. But this dude's used to getting punched bare fisted. So when you put on eight ounce or you know ten ounce gloves, depending on where uh, what they what they vie for. This could be a lot closer, and you know Roy Jones is getting long in the tooth, man. I, I need this man to retire, man. Do we I need love to him, have an him, him
0: intervention for Roy Jones, like if he has a drug habit?
1: You know what? We we talked probably like in our first few episodes, man. When you got champions, especially former champions, they're psychotic, man. They're like like legit psychotic, because mm. like even a few the the past champions that I talked to. They, they, they're they still there. Like, they never leave their prime mentally. So they always think they can do it. If they can stay in shape, they still feel good. They can still move. But, you know, your body's the ultimate test. Yeah. But, I, Roy, I don't... It's just... I'm people. glad you
0: spoke out on that bully situation that I saw on Facebook. But in terms of fighting a guy named Bobby Gunn, that already sounds like the bad choice. Mm-hmm. He was born with the last name Gunn. Alrighty, he's he's destined for just some trouble right there, and then I find out he's a bare knuckle boxing legend. So not only did they just find some dude off the street, they found a the dude who fought in the street. That's <laughs> all he did was fight the streets. Now,
1: you know, this, I, you know, I instantly went back to Rocky Five, right? Tommy gun the street fight with a uh, Rocky. That's I, exactly I feel like that's right what did. he's
0: doing with this, right? Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. Right?
1: That's exactly that's exactly what this is. Hey, you rock,
0: you need some help? No, this ain't no pie eating contest. It's horrible. Roy, get your family and friends together. Somebody stop this man. Just stop I was
1: watching uh I was watching an interview with uh Max Kellerman and they talked about that and, and it was like, Man, have you ever talked about Roy Jones to you know to get him to retire? And he was just like, Well, I kinda look at Roy as like the older brother figure, so you know, you can't really tell him what to do. He was like, Man, I'm gonna have to slide that to Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley's gonna have to have that talk with him but Yep. He you can't you can't and then the you thing can is, tell by his
0: personality. There's no telling that man. No, see, not we've
1: seen now. We've seen Roy Jones in his prime, mm-hmm. so we know what he was capable of. We know how great of a champion it was. But anybody who may have caught him on the tail end, this it's not destroying your legacy, but it's just
0: making it hard. It's, to watch. Not, it's making no, it hard to like, watch. this is like and this and this is talking from experience. It's like drug addiction, bro. You look in the mirror, or even alcoholism. When you look in your mirror, you see the person you were when you first started doing it, and that's the and a beer fest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how you see yourself. And I feel that's what Roy Jones does. He looks in the mirror and he sees himself as that dude lighting it up, knocking everybody out. And then everybody's. your hands is, down, and, and, then, and
1: then everybody's looking at you like, hey, oh, man, you need to get that up. And he loves it. And you're like, Stop. hey, man, I'm good. No, I'm man, good. look, we're I, we're I feel talking. good.
0: Yeah, you sexy mother. <laughs> no. That's Roy. Stop it. Now, we got somebody who's famous from boxing and loving hip hop. Jamal. Jamal Charlo, can't tell him apart, versus Julian Williams. Now, Jamal Charlo, this guy got a very, very good win with, in his last bout against Austin, no doubt, Trout. I love me some Austin Trout. Jamal Charlo beat him convincingly. He worked him pretty bad, and then he also beat Cornelius Bundridge, former champ, K-9. These boys are out of Houston, Texas. I don't know if this is the one that trained with Ronnie Hill, I don't remember. But Charlo versus Julian Williams. Now, to me, this is his biggest test to date is against Julian Williams. What do you think?
1: I I think it depends on whoever. I think it honestly depends on whoever probably prepared the best. Because j Rock Julian, Julian Williams, he's no slouch. 22-0, 14 knockouts, mm. man. This guy can hit he can move he has power he's the ibf uh, world champ i mean no he's uh, Charlo yeah. is he's the yeah. interim but he, he he has what it takes to beat him and you know even though uh, jamal charlo beat austin trout convincingly mm-hmm. he, you never know like sometimes especially with both of the both of the charlos well no i'm actually thinking of the dorells they they yeah. yeah, the charlos are actually pretty disciplined these guys still are good. Uh, yeah these guys can, are really good um i'm i'm going to take the charlo I'm gonna take Jamel Charlo.
0: I'm going for the upset with Julian Williams because I think this guy is is with that guy same. He's a spoiler. Nobody thinks he's always written off, and I think he's gonna come in and upset Charlo. I hope I'm right on this one, but I'm not sure 100. You can't be,
1: yeah, because I'm not even 100 sure. But um, I'm just going with the sure discipline. Uh, now, what do you Charlo- think
0: either one of these guys have to do in order to be in the talks of a Canelo fight? Because he's the other. He's a 154 to, pound when king.
1: You when you. When you're talking about somebody who's a huge pay-per-view draw, like Canelo, last fight, 300 pay-per-view fights, even though it was only Liam Smith and the undercards were weak. He could fight me to, and you get at least
0: 100,000 bucks. You
1: have to win convincingly and have to make it look good in order for people to—you have to separate yourself in order to be able to get that fight. That's the reason why, like, what Mayweather was still in the game. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to be undefeated. You had to look good while you do it, so mm-hmm. that way, if there's anybody close, if mm-hmm. you make the fights close, nobody's gonna pay attention and be like, "Oh, nope. he's gonna destroy him." So you have to win and win convincing fashion. Hopefully, knockouts because that's what Canelo does. So
0: that's what Canelo does is knocks him out. Charlo, I think either one of these guys, if they want to win for that talk, they have to get a knockout within four rounds. I think a first round knockout will hurt him, but if you could take it in sixth, third, third, fourth, and put some work in between it, set it up. Either one of these guys could be in that talk. Julian Williams, I want to see you succeed. I'm not a big fan of these Charlo brothers. Just because I love and hip-hop stuff. I'm not a big fan at all. <laughs> I'm not impressed by them. They are good, but I'm not sold. Is just it, not is sold that, at is, all.
1: Is, is that the love and hip-hop talking?
0: Probably. I hate that show. I, I hate that show. It's just annoying. Uh, oh, I'm jealous one or the other because I could have been on that show except maybe the love part ain't, ain't me. But hip-hop, why? Man, Peter Guns is on there, bro. He. This is, this. is Peter Guns is the spokesman of like Don't let this happen to you. His face should be in every plant, plant, parent, planet, planned building. Planned Parenthood is what it is. Like, don't let this be your baby daddy. That should be the poster right there. (laughs) Don't let this be your baby daddy. Peter Gunn's in there. He had one hit song with Lord Tariq. And uh, I think Shaq was in the video. I met them all all the same time. I Lord Tariq, Peter Guns, and Shaq. Tried to battle Shaq. It went wild. But that's back in the day. But man, come on. Oh, God. So, Charlie, you are officially a D-list celebrity, since for being on that show. The Mm. most famous person on that show is because of a sex tape. I can't remember the names. I've seen it. But still. Just because that's what it is. Who? Hmm? We'd have to Google it, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the sweet science! Squared Circle 101 is where you can reach us at Facebook. Squared Circle 101 is where you can reach us at Gmail. We made our picks here. Now let's talk about some of these inductees into the Hall of Fame. We had three big names in there. Johnny Tapia, Evander Holyfield, Marco Antonio Barrera. Now, let's talk about Johnny Tapia. If you didn't know, he has a documentary on... I think it was Showtime. HBO HBO Showtime. I saw it It as a pretty decent, good documentary. You got to watch it. I'm not here to sell that. I'm here to talk about the fighter himself and getting inducted into the Hall of Fame.
1: So, this guy was 59 wins, 5 uh, losses, 30 knockouts. Ooh. He was a uh, super, uh, Johnny Tapia, uh, super flyweight uh, champion, Ooh. former champion. So, uh, going into the Hall of Fame, uh, shout outs, congrats, champ. Uh, always good that when you hang him up, at least you're being appreciated for it. So
0: right, Living Legends, still alive. Then we got the real deal, Holyfield.
1: Man, you were, first of all, Holyfield need to be mentioned last, to tell you the truth.
0: Let's talk about Marco Antonio Barrera.
1: Yep. So Marco Antonio. And also with uh, Tapia. Johnny Tapia, he's in our Fight of the Year section for 1999. So if you want to catch up on any one of his fights.
0: You can find that in the Squared Circle app. Download it in Google. Download it in Apple. We in everywhere. iTunes. Stitcher. You can find it. Subscribe to us. SoundCloud.com. What was what was that? Was that a sneeze? Was, nah, man.
1: I was trying not to. It, man, it, first of all, why, why are you worried that? about
0: I don't know what that was. I thought he was trying to over here laughing at me, trying to hold back some laughs and giggles. Now, Marco Antonio Barrera, known for some classic battles with Eric Morales. Classic battles with Manny Pacquiao. This man has been around the block. If you don't know about Marcos Antonio Barrera, he, I believe, is one of the reasons why they called Pacquiao the Executioner from that fights.
1: Look, and, and he's also in our fight of year section in 2000, 2004.
0: Ooh. Two times made it. So if you want some good pure entertainment, just like your power hour of pure entertainment right now, look at Marco Antonio Barrera. You can Six- find him in the app.
1: 67 wins, 7 losses, 44 knockouts, the baby-faced assassin.
0: Babyface says, "What's a great? That's a great. That's a great name. That's a great nickname, right?" So
1: you know this guy has a Khan under his belt. Well, as a loss, loss but you know Marquez Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. He's he's got Eric Morales. You but know Barra Pacquiao Kavisai, Johnny twice. Johnny Taka. You know and this, Prince Nassim Ahmed. This mm. guy. This guy has a Fought pretty expensive. Everybody didn't. What are your favorite line? Didn't duck nobody. Didn't
0: duck, That's why I like Zab too. Didn't duck nobody. I love it. Then we got the real. Deal Holyfield. Not really than real deal Holyfield.
1: So you know what? I tell this
0: how I feel.
1: I, I met Holyfield before, Sneak man. Dog.
0: Chronic two thousand one. Oh. First Chronic, sorry.
1: Got anyway. I met I met Holyfield, man, coming back on uh, a flight from Texas, man, nice. back when I was in ninth grade, man. He seemed like a cool dude. Didn't seem as big as I thought he would be on T V, but um you know what he a Wasn't shook like fight. Ghostface? No, I wasn't shook like Ghostface. Now I was still mad at him for uh, beating Tyson. Ah yeah so like I'm still I'm still Fight. bitter about that but Champ. you know what it's a um, Dats though yeah he, this guy he fought everybody too yeah. man James robbed Tony,
0: in yeah, the Olympics Bad. robbed
1: in the Olympics but you know what is really funny is like you go back and then you really realize like how real some of these fighters are man if you take personal let's talk if you take about personal yeah if you talk about personal feelings out of mm-hmm. it like besides him fighting Tyson man you know so one of Be the names generous. on the
0: resume there, we'll start, let's start at Michael Dokes and we'll go up. Quick story about Michael Doakes. Um, he was fought, he knocked out by uh, one of my dad's favorite fighters. Ooh, he even fought Dwight Muhammad Kali. But got fought, knocked out by one of my dad's favorite fighters. My dad was at vet, Veterans Boxing Association. Uh, one of their meetings, he might have had a couple of sips of drinks. some reason, somehow he decided to talk smack to Michael Dokes, possibly pick a fight with him. Not one of his best decisions, but it's always a good story to hear for my dad when he gets a little gets a sip on something, just because I'm like, I think about that fight. Click on Michael Dokes real quick. And uh, let's go through this man's measurements. Now, now you see the guy right there? What is he like? Six five or like five two. Now, Michael Dokes, how tall is he? 6'3".
1: Six, 6'3". Three.
0: Six, three. My dad's five
1: eight. Now granted he was in good shape then. It doesn't matter, he was watching Rocky.
0: It might have been that, on TV that, before that, that Italian one. It might have you, been, it might have been. <laughs> You know, but that's somebody that Evander Holyfield fought and knocked out, and then you know what's the best about it? Took a picture with him afterwards. Took a picture of him together. Hey, oh, that's a great talker, great salesman. I hope y'all learned something from that. That just shows even after you make a bad decision, you can still capitalize on it for something. Now let's go up from there. Who else did Evander Holyfield fight? James Buster Douglas.
1: Yep, got Buster Douglas. You got George Foreman, which he beat in that. Cooper. Burr Cooper. Larry Holmes. Wow. Uh, Riddick, Riddick Bowe, Bowe twice too. Twice. lost the first one lost his bout to Riddick Bowe. that was when Ridd- Riddick Bowe uh retained the uh, the heavyweight title mm-hmm. then uh came back lost to him Michael, Michael Moore, Moore Ray Mercer Oof. Riddick Bowe for the third time that was one of the best trilogies too man Because mm-hmm. like, each one of those fights and actually that one uh he knocked out he knocked mm-hmm. out Holyfield then Bobby Ches so Riddick Bowe. and then actually what I thought about it too man and especially being young mm-hmm. and not being like is Knowledgeable in boxing. I know I love the sport, but like, I, of course, I didn't right. dig deep. We didn't have the internet, we didn't have all that, well, so I wasn't able to. That, yeah. And of course, you know, you don't really look around on tapes. I was I'm one of those Vegas. kids. I was I'm one of those Vegas, kids. Yeah. I was outside playing, so you know, and I was out there doing the sports mm-hmm. and not just talking about it. So looking back on that, you know, my favorite fighter is Tyson. So, so let's like, not skip
0: Bobby Chess, though. Bobby Chess, he was on the Olympic team with Johnny Bump City Bumpus that yeah. did, did not go to the Olympics. Then after that, we got.
1: Tyson so the reason why I was saying I was saying what I was uh that was because if you think about it you fought Foreman you fought Holmes you fought Riddick both three Ooh. times Ray Mercer Michael Moore you know Bobby Chez you Burt Cooper so he was ready for Tyson mm-hmm. you know Tyson was fast and nobody moved like him but, but look he, at that he, for preparation that, that, before that he had, yeah he had that so like you know Tyson twice now, Tyson we got twice. that first
0: fight on the page Michael Moore second time he won
1: Yep, Lennox mm-hmm. Lewis, both Lennox Lewis. I mean, twice. The it, first fight was a
0: draw. Yep, no so split it, decision. Sd split decision. Split or?
1: decision. Then he lost. Uh, the next one, John so Ruiz twice, twice three one. times. Wow. And then, uh, then
0: got, got James
1: come. Tony. Seam Rockman. Seam Rock. Yep, that's a fight we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Go look. Go look that up, man. Chris
0: Bird, James Tony. Man, yeah. this boy's Fran- resume is deep.
1: Francois Botha.
0: Just deep. Now. He was smart and retired when he should have. Well, I probably fought a lot longer than he should have, but he's not doing the Roy Jones thing. You've had You finally got your due acceptance into the Hall of Fame where you will live forever and deserve to be. Same with Johnny Tapia and Marco Antonio Barrera. Now, this segment has been brought to you by IAMRCF.com. That's IAMRCF.com. This is CrossFit. If you want to feel great, If you want to feel better and be better then be better with the best and that's best in western washington three years in a row king five evening and evening magazine if you're in western washington check them out if you go in and say we sent you squared circle 101 you get a two week free workout two weeks free everybody else they get one free workout you're getting two weeks 14 days if you can last if you think you're the best and test yourself and feel better what do we start off with today make me feel good one more time
1: The separation is in the preparation. So make sure you're doing all the groundwork for your greatness. The harvest is always greater than the seed.
0: Harvest is always greater than the seed. That's what a proud father would say. Unless they got like seven or eight kids. And then you're picking and choosing at that point. But this is your power hour of pure entertainment. And we are here to talk about the sweet science. Talk is smack 101. Squared Circle 101 is where you find us on Gmail and Facebook. Talk to Smack 101's on Twitter. You got anything else you want to say today? No, man. I'm
1: good, man. I'm I'm feeling
0: good. We out. We'll see you next week, every Thursday.